This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to on today's news beef. Not only are we going to be answering some of your questions, we've also got news on a certain former AAA wrestler heading to AEW, John Cena talking about his final match, and the latest on Seth Rollins' injury, which is what we're going to kick off with today. Larson, what is the latest on the visionary, the revolutionary's leg? So let's go back to our Tuesday Raw recap. So there's a report from PW Torch's Wade Keller. Seth Rollins yep. had injured his left leg during the main event of this week's Raw and his match against Jinder Mahal. Shortly after, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted that sources indicated to him that more would be known about Seth's injury either on Wednesday or Thursday. Today's Thursday, right? Yes, it is. Correct, and correct. Today's we, Thursday. We haven't heard any concrete news regarding Seth's status. However, Wade Keller spoke about what he had heard and what he hasn't heard and why all of that might be concerning. So these transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co. There's a lot here. Yeah. So be patient with me. We'll get through it, and we'll talk about what, what this all can be. This is what Wade said. Connecting some dots, I'm thinking it's not good news, but I don't know how bad the news is. The reason for that is I've asked a bunch of people, some of whom would likely be privy to what's going on, who won't comment. I understand there's internal policies on that, but I would think if he was fine and he walked it off, then we'd be hearing that. Now, it's possible they're going to do a story on television because the news of Seth's injury has gone crazy. I don't know how many dozens of websites quoted my break. Again, this is Wade Keller, not me. Quoted my breaking news story on Monday night, but obviously people who are on social media and Reddit know about the fact that he was legitimately hurt and limping backstage, and everyone quoted my reports on that. They could be doing a storyline where they're going to play it that, uh, play into that on TV and go from a situation where Seth's knee is not that bad and play it up as if it's some sort of storyline, so I'm throwing that out there as a caveat to the hunch that I'm getting from colleagues of, the, of his and other people in WWE. They either think it's bad news and WB is probably going to have Seth announce something on TV or they're just waiting for more test results to get something more definitive, but they want to control the narrative on him at this point because people who know aren't commenting. Let's take a quick break here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll just, I'll, so I saw this. I, I don't remember the timing exactly. Maybe it was... Oh, no, this report came out, I think, before I actually watched his Seth's match on Raw. I think this came out pretty soon after Raw concluded live. The original the original thing, yeah. Yeah. And I know they're doing... I'm not... This is just a, a conspiracy, if you will, in my mind. Yeah, so no, I'm absolutely. I'm not trying to dispel Wade's reporting on this. Why do you stress Yeah, I, I have... I, have for, I know where you're going with this. For, I have speculated in the past that... Maybe Adam Cole's injury wasn't a real injury, but now it's clearly it is. was a real injury. Especially Wrestling the, blurs the lines. Exactly. You know yeah. how many times the news story broke and people are like, "Oh, this has got to be a work," when it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. And that's that's the history of pro wrestling. They've often, as you mentioned, blurred the line between 
you know, uh, real and kayfabe a lot. Trying to be respectful here. Exactly. So w- this discussion as follows is, is, is not trying to dispute or, or dispel wage reporting on this. Given Seth's story, for the most part, is, is, is he's the workhorse and his body's breaking down when Seth decides to sell back, that is. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and given how quick Michael Cole, I know he's one of the best in the business at commenting, given how quick he was to point out, ah, he must have hurt his knee. One of the first things I thought of was, this is advancing the story of Seth breaking down because he's wrestling a lot. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, 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 and this is another angle they're taking to that story. And maybe that wasn't, maybe, you know, in, in the case where Seth actually did hurt his knee, maybe it wasn't that bad. That's something they can maybe run with, which is what Wade mentions here. Because mm-hmm. it would fit into the story they're already telling with Seth. So he's got a bad back, guess what? His knee's blown too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, I mean, that's that's one angle. I'm surprised, honestly, that I didn't see more people talking about that aspect of it online because any wrestling story that's out there, people are like, ah, Ah, they're working us. They're working us. You know, it was only two months ago, a little less than two months ago, that CM Punk came back. Seth Rollins, after cameras were rolling, pitched a major fit, thinking that, you know, with, 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 you know, knowing that fans would be rolling on their phones and then goes backstage. The reports were backstage. Seth Rollins was pissed off and went backstage. Right. So if, if again, understanding, trying to be respectful of the situation here and understanding that wrestling is an entertainment form that, you know, likes to blur the lines, um, it would not be unprecedented even over the past couple of months for some backstage thing to be worked so that uh, with the understanding that leaks happen and, and it comes out, I, you know, man, I have, I have started to wonder and and uh, with completely understanding that Sean Ross Sapp works his ass off, Dave Meltzer I think works his ass off, even if he is those other guys. And similar with Wade Keller and a couple others in the industry, they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't shock me to see because Triple H is a super savvy guy to see him try to a degree to work to quote unquote work the sheets. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think that was the case for the CM Punk stuff. I no, don't think no. that was that. I think that what happened, Triple H corroborated. There were talks. They broke down. There was nothing. And then they actually came to a deal. And and Sean's reporting all lines up with that. People mm-hmm. who say, you said he wasn't showing up. I think that's silliness. Um, oh, yeah. But it would not surprise me. The, you know, uh, Seth Rollins going off backstage about CM Punk him pitching a fit down, you know, in front of fans about CM Punk. Clearly, clearly understanding that the story doesn't even stop even when you're backstage because things do get out. Yep. And it's smart, it's savvy to try to control the story in that manner. Why wouldn't they do that? Um so I mean, you know, it could it could absolutely be something and if it does that's an absolute bummer for what's been a pretty solid title reign for mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and just him as a terrific performer. Um, but yeah, these days you, you you never know. Like we'll we'll find out if he if he's out there doing anything physical on Monday. 
um, you know, we can usually suss out, okay, what level is this, is this reaching? Uh, yeah. If, if they, if they come out on Monday and say we're vacating, you, you probably are pretty damn sure that it's a real deal. Obviously here is, he hurt his knee. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't, they wouldn't throw away a potential headlining match at WrestleMania between Rollins and Punk for an injury angle. They wouldn't do that. That'd have to be a legit injury at that time. I would be really yeah. surprised. I mean, you'd have to get into some real the, Triple H. I mean, look, we Seth are Rollins still would have to lose his smile for something like that to happen. You know? Yeah, I, dude, look, I we're still pretty early in Triple H, from what we understand, being completely unfettered. Yeah. So exactly long term heading into mania, what's his philosophy going to look like? You know, Attitude Era did some weird ass shit like that as well. So it's it it'd be I would be surprised yeah. if they did an injury angle to vacate a title. It wouldn't make any sense. No, not for a, a, a match, a WrestleMania match that could be money. I can't think of any anything close to that in NXT during his time there, no, and that's no. a good blueprint to use. You know, yeah, yeah. No, that it, nothing in Triple H's past seems to indicate that would be something he would pursue at all. Yeah, uh, right. Wade had some more to say. "Quote: I just think people who do know would go, oh, he's fine. It's no big deal. Blown out of proportion. If that was the case, this was my long-winded way of saying I don't know, but I'm passing along transparently from one of the wrestlers who's around him Monday night after Raw." And just said, I don't think it's good. My gut says injury. Maybe he'll work through it. He's tough. Another colleague of his said that he thought Seth, because of his history of injuries, would have had a good idea if he should finish a match with the injury and if he should be walking on it backstage because he finished the match because he was able to walk on it, that it might be one of those situations where he just needs to rest for a few weeks. But even that wrestler wasn't ruling out that it could be worth. So, of course, Seth's had two... Significant knee injuries. One uh, uh, at a house show in a match against Kane, I think, mm-hmm. where he blew out his knees when he was after he had won the title for the first time, and he had to vacate yeah. then. And he was out for eight, nine months, something like that. Yeah. Second was build up to WrestleMania 33, where Samoa Joe made his debut on Raw, got uh, Seth in the clutch, yeah. and in the process, that kind of twisted him around. Seth, I think, tore the one of the ligaments on either the mm. outside or the inside of the knee. Mm-hmm. He was able to work through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of what I guess wasn't as essential to the stabilization of the knee as, like, for example, the ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And maybe depending on the the degree of the tear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there's 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 a, a a broad spectrum of knee injuries from full on blown out knee, everything is torn, to you strained it slightly. Yeah, right. And yeah, yeah. nothing it's hard to tell with if Seth hurt his knee during that that moonsault spot where it looked mm-hmm. like his knees hit hard on the mat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not an obvious, you know, some when when he blew out his knee against Kane, you see that footage, you're like, Oh yeah, he blew out his oh, knee. Oh no yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. And right, even the yeah. Joe one, you see his his knee twist a, 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 mm-hmm. a, an interesting way. You're like, Okay, that that he might have hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing we saw on Raw was to that degree, so it's it harder so to speculate yeah. about the nature of the injury. He just could have mm-hmm. banged his knee really hard on the mat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't right. know. Yeah. He could have a bruised kneecap or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it may be a situation where it's just, oh, I need a couple weeks off. Hey, I, this, is a, this is a story beat we can hit hammering home, lead into WrestleMania about how I'm breaking down. And hopefully you that's know, the extent of it. Hopefully it's, 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 if it's an injury, it's minor, and he won't miss any time. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I would also, getting back to the idea that it could possibly be an angle, if that's the case, it would be, unless they are sort of reinvigorating the idea, given given a, a, a kick to it, but... You know, it's not like he walked into this saying my back hurts. Yeah, it's not like you know he they they out of the after the Nakamura thing, to a degree they kind of drop the back thing to the degree that we start sort of making fun of him. Well, they mentioned it during the Drew story. I remember Drew dropped him on the ring steps one of their matches. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. And he he made but a point he, of saying, you know, I, you know, in, in the past I would have had sympathy for somebody in that situation. So there was there was one, you know, uh, in the Nakamura feud when he came walking down the aisle, you know, holding his back, basically being mm-hmm. very delicate with it. Mm-hmm. I guess my point is, I wonder if if this is an injury angle, if we would have seen a little bit more evidence with his promos, with, you know, uh, uh, with, with his presentation, with his character work leading up to this mm-hmm. um but i mean given maybe they think hey you know the back thing is there uh and we're thinking of a title change uh either at mania or before mania even and uh you know let's start laying the groundwork for that mm-hmm. uh because we want to protect seth and the only way he'll lose the title cleanly is if he's you know in the universe in the storyline in kayfabe busted up yeah so you know, yeah, I I, th- I think Monday, Monday I would think at the latest they there'd be a lot of light shed on this situation. You would think so. You would think so. Yeah, that either you know he has to come out and vacate, or he just shows up a draw as if nothing happened. Yeah, right. And e- yeah. either is entirely possible. Or and if something he, it, in between, you know, and yeah, I mean something in between would simply you know be hey next week we're gonna hear from Seth Rollins or next week there's a. You know, it's like, okay, well, maybe he just needs some time to rest it. Yeah. Um, and I, I would imagine either way, we'll probably hear from one of the one of the news outlets. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the situation because they seem to be on top of it. But yep. interesting that people aren't really talking about it in, in Wade Keller's orbit anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about uh, Steve, someone I know you're fond of, John Felix Anthony Cena. I get, sad. I get it, told a lot that I look like a, you know, a, a less fit version of him. So, yeah. All right, yeah. So, anyways, John Cena spoke with uh, People Magazine. Remember People? Yes, <laughs> well aware. Yes, People. I remember People. People Magazine. Are they still on newsstands? Are they yeah, gone exclusively man, yeah, digital? No, bro. No, they're still on newsstands. I think. Now I'm second guessing myself. Next time I go to Winco, I'm going to see if there's a People on there the stands. I don't know. Down. I don't know. The grocery stores I shop at, I don't notice the People Magazine at the newsstands. At the, yeah, still, at the they still have tabloids, you know, all the crazy shit. I don't shit, even notice you know? those either, the, the, the grocery store I go to. I wonder if you're just not sort of looking for them because I always notice them. It's so always usually, something about. So, so I, you know, I, I, I go to Trader Joe. They don't have any magazines at the checkout, but sometimes they'll go to like, I don't know, Rayleigh's or something. Yeah, right. And most, they'll have magazines, but most of those like, uh, uh, you know, Best of Sacramento or. 
Yeah, or, there's a lot uh, of foodie magazines. There's too. the foodie magazines there. I see. Yeah, I don't see the tabloids yeah. or people or us. Well, you know, Winco uh, attracts a certain element, Larson. Maybe people who might be interested in some sort of alliance between space aliens and Bill Clinton. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But we do know that John Cena recently spoke about uh, what his WWE career might be coming to an end. Those uh, are just two topics that tabloids love: Bill Clinton yeah. and fucking aliens. Yeah. Because uh, uh, people asked him about what he was going to call it a career. This is what Cena had to say, quote, uh, I turned 47 this past year and I don't have much time left to WWE. I think it's just the demand of age. You know, I'm trying to figure out when to close that chapter. I wouldn't be who I am personally or professionally. God, this sounds so much like John Cena without the it WWE. Really does, yeah. And I promised myself that I would never simply just be there for my own sake. Every time I perform, I want to give it my, I want to give my all to the audience I've got to admit, when I hit the 45 mark, I had to begin to try to form an exit strategy, and I'm trying to work on that currently. So, I mean, we haven't seen the last of John Cena in WWE, evidently. But we're close to seeing the last of John Cena in WWE, it seems like. We are close to it. Was there some WrestleMania appearance streak that he had going, or maybe it was broken last time? Oh, it was just he had a match every year since... 2020 or 2002 or something like that that he got in end of last year on the last day of the year he had that tag match on smackdown okay okay so we can keep his streak of having one match every year for 20 years active all right all right that's what i thought i thought there was a wrestlemania related before okay um so yeah i mean look we've seen this coming for a long time kind of surprised that this last run wasn't a definitive last one um but uh, you know i know randy orton recently said that he'd love to fight john cena for the title in the main event at wrestlemania uh so i don't know if that's going to be the thing but uh maybe a title hey maybe bring well, do I mean, what impact did you have well you already have two world titles so yeah i don't know what you do there i mean i guess i guess the question is when cena retires do you have his last match be against one of his most famous rivals, for example, Randall Keith Orton. You know, they were rivals for the better part of both their careers, off and on. I, I'll be oh. honest, man. I, I kind of prefer that over, what, is he going to pass another torch? Like, like he's going to take the L to Cody. What if Cody retires John Cena? I'd be, I'd be happier with that because Cody's already a made guy. Like, that's not like, to me, that's not necessarily passing a torch because I feel like Roman's probably going to do that mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Like, Cody, Cody's there. He's the main eventer. I, I'm When I think of passing the torch, I mean more like, you know, the Austin Theory thing, which yeah, yeah, did yeah, yeah. nothing for nobody. No. And John I thought Cena knew it was going to do nothing for, every, for anybody. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, yeah. that was the the, ju- yeah, that was the, the the crux of his whole, you know, build. Uh, even the solo match, which I enjoyed how that played out. I thought it was unique and entertaining. Just the endless spikes to the throat. It didn't really do much for solo because especially at that point, getting a win on Johnson, they openly acknowledge he hasn't had a singles win in God knows how long it was like 2018 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, I guess apparently solo hasn't won a match since beating, uh, John Cena. How many matches has he even had since then? I think they've all been tag matches. Hmm. Or maybe L.A. Knight beat him. Maybe I think L.A. Knight beat him in a singles match. I don't know what to do with Solo. I'll be honest with you. I kind of feel like there's... I know what they were... I Obviously, I know what they were going for, but I feel like the NXT version of Solo was so much more yeah. interesting. Yeah, he was. Because he was like, screw you guys. You left me out on my own. I'm not part of the bloodline. I, man, that would have been way cooler to explore that guy. I agree. Anyways, getting back to John Cena. 
I, I don't know, man. I, I just, yeah, Cody would be fine, but like it's that's still sort of in the, you know, it's just not impressive to do that. If if John Cena, if the if the build is, I'm handpicking my opponent as the guy that I see as the future of the WWE or the guy that I see as the top dog. Yeah. Then I guess that the, you know, uh, like a bout of respect, it'd be the same thing against Randy Orton though. Like, you know, Hey, we've got a lot of history. I respect you. If there's anybody I want my last match to be against, it's going to be you, you know, you know, it'd be cool if they could do something like Mickey James did an impact. Oh, that'd be cool where he comes back for a sustained run, not like a month or two, but six or eight. And mm-hmm. pretty much his, and we all know where it's going to end and how it's going to mm-hmm. end. But the idea is I'm going to keep going until I can, I'm going to keep going and try to win the title, which for him would be the record breaking one, at least by WB's record books. He's number mm-hmm. 17 and break Flair's record. And if I can't do that, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I don't got it anymore. If I can't go and win a title, then I can't, there's no point in me even trying to do this anymore. I'm done. Something like that. It would require him to carve out a significant chunk of his schedule to have matches on a regular base, which which I don't know if he can do at this point with his God Hollywood career taken off. But something like that where it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and it comes to a conclusion and, you know, whoever the champ is he faces off against and loses, at least there's a story there more than like, I'm going to retire and I want to face my, my, my most famous rival, Randall Keith Orton, in my last match. Let me ask you this. WWE is all about, these days especially, shifting the landscape towards names and faces to have records or beating reigns. Faces and names that they're confident in that they know are going to stick around. You know, Gunther ain't going nowhere. No. Bianca's got the women's record. She ain't going nowhere. Um, Roman's got is going to have sort of the the run of the modern age. Yeah. He may or may not get, you know, a surpass Hogan's reign, mm-hmm. longest mm-hmm. reign. Um, they were, you know, they, they sort of have talked about Bruno a little bit here and there on commentary. Mm-hmm. Flair right now has the record for number of runs. Now, uh, Triple H is a big Ric Flair fan, obviously. Yep. At the same time, Ric Flair is like, you know, one podcast appearance away from totally being canceled. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of a wild card. He has said stuff about WWE. He said that, like, his last um, communication, I think, with Triple H was not a great one. Mm Mm-hmm. Is there any chance just to have a guy who is pretty much locked in to be, I mean, he freaking says the then now forever thing at the beginning of the show. Yeah. The signature. John, he's kind of the definition of a model citizen for WWE. And given that he's basically a robot, that probably ain't going to change for the next 50, 60 years that he's alive. Yeah. Is there any chance he would break the record in a, in a rumble to mania run of some sort. That's entirely possible. Here's the thing. If WWE thinks there's money to be made doing it, they'll consider it. And if, if Cena could, you know, say, all right, I, I'll give you six months 
to do the story, and then then then, then after that, I'm I'm going to retire. I suppose it's possible. I suppose mm-hmm. it's possible. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who knows? Could be. In who which knows? case, you could get you could get Orton. Look, if if Orton thinks he's got another, given what he looks oh, like, he, he got another ten years in him. So, I mean, even if you split that in half, five years is a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he's at fourteen. I Thirteen mean, to fourteen. Yeah, he said he wants a couple more. So, yeah. I don't, and he's one of the most over guys still on the roster. Mm-hmm. You could do Cena Orton again, and probably under Triple H, make it pretty compelling. Yeah, I mean, look at you know the two of his best friends, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. I loved Flair's retirement match. Yeah, you know, it was who, great. who could forget that? I'm sorry, I love you. You know, uh, end of an era. Oh my God. You think they wouldn't? He wouldn't want to do that with like two of the modern day greats, Orton and Cena, yeah. Triple H, writing that story. I man, I that's it's at least a possibility. And on top of that, to be able to say, you know, when you look at the record books, Cena's got the record definitively. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about whatever Ric Flair is going to do or say. You know, it'd be interesting before we get to that point if Orton wins, you know, whatever he needs to get to fifteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and I don't know how you necessarily do it, but uh, I mean, ooh, I know where you're going. Yeah, where if Whoever Orton wins, wins he has ties the record, Cena and ties the records Flair. on the line. Exactly, essentially the wow. records on the line. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You probably would he need three more or two more? Because it's kind of a difference between two and three. Isn't there? Oh, it is. It is a difference, but it has to be a triple threat <laughs> in that, in that triple threat in that situation. Then where you have Cena, Orton, and I don't know who else. As champion walking in. Yeah, get Dave in there. Get Get Edge back. That was another one of Cena's, you know, most memorable rivals. Um, Something like that would work where they're both going for the record. But then the third third guy in that match, like what's the story there other than preventing two of the all-time greats from setting a new record, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I always get confused whether it's Triple H with fourteen or Orton with fourteen because one of them has thirteen, the other one has 14. Orton. Orton is tied with Triple H at fourteen. At fourteen, okay, so two more. It's, yeah, yeah. How about you do this? Triple H, Orton, Cena. Well, Triple H can't wrestle anymore, man. For the record, Flesh Mech, baby. Oh, <laughs> touche. <laughs> How would you ever pass up an opportunity for Flesh Mech, Larson? Before we get going on with our next story. Do we have a next story? We have a next we story. Do. We do. We're going to talk we do about have a next uh, story. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fun times. Um, before we get to that, wanted to ask you guys a simple favor. Mm. If you haven't already, mm. hit that thumbs up. Hit the like button. It really helps going in raw, really dig its claws into that algorithm. You know, slap it around a little bit. It says, push us, show us to people, expose it also, us. It also helps us just feel this validation that, that we're liked. And our work is valued and expect and respected. Makes me feel good. You it know, you know what it's like, good. Larson. You know, get when I see how when we get a lot of likes, hmm. it's like eating a piece of chocolate out of this bag right here. What kind of? Chocolate hey, kid, you, you want a piece of chocolate? What do you have in there? Hey, kid, you want a piece of chocolate? Are you making your own chocolate in your bathroom? In your bathroom? Yeah, I'm making bathroom chocolate. <laughs> I'm making bathtub chocolate, kid. You want some? <laughs> no, man. My boy Devin got me uh, for Christmas. He got me like this big platter of chocolates. Oh, I thought it was a Ziploc bag full of chocolate. He got you. It, it, it was just <laughs> no. It was a nice Hershey's one. It was oh, presented right. properly. Yeah. And so Hershey, I went you and I was it all in a Ziploc. Yeah, man. It was just sitting next to my bed. Oh. <laughs> it was sitting next to my bed, buddy. 
And so I was like, I was like, man, you know, I really want these to be in in a place where oh, I'm not openly goodness. ridiculed by my wife when she sees me wake up in the morning and reach over, give me my chocolate. <laughs> so I put them all in a uh, Ziploc bag. Hey, you want some bathtub chocolate? Get the oh like button. Oh my gosh. So, uh, yeah, do that. Also, hit the subscribe button. We're on the road to 200,000 subs. Really, we want two numbers, 199,991, which is a palindrome. And then just past that, we want 200,002 subs. If we get there, we're going to do a short film, Larson. We are. Future my brand film. You said that right. We're, at, we're 656 subs away from 199991, a palindrome itself. I get there by the rumble, man. That's only a week away. I that is 10 days away. Nine, nine days away. Nine days Nine away. days. Nine days from today. Nine days from today is the rumble. Giannis Antetokounmpo! I'm happy you mentioned Tony. Tony Khan and AEW because that relates to our next story. Okay. About uh, uh, them potentially signing a, a, a free agent. This comes Ooh. to us from Lucha Blog. We oh, love, love Lucha, Lucha Blog. Blog. Love Lucha Blog. Love Lucha Blog. One of the it's like our, our our favorite stop to go for for Lucha news. Um, yeah, and whenever watching a Triple Mania, I always have Lucha Blog on Twitter loaded up. Yes, commentary is invaluable. Yep. So Lucha Blog is reporting that Black Taurus mm-hmm. is likely headed to AEW, but will probably have to undergo a name and or gimmick change. So he presents this uh, uh, as follows on on his website. Says, quote, Black Taurus is no more. The guy under the mask is fine. Let's call this man Bert, not his real name, <laughs> or not a real name, to make this paragraph less confusing. Triple A, uh, triple a owns the Taurus gimmick. That's not in dispute. Bert portrayed the Taurus character, Triple A, from uh, 2015 to 2016. Bert then left Triple A, modified the outfit and name ever so slightly, portrayed Black Taurus for a couple of years. Bert also registered the Black Taurus name and outfit and appeared on TV in Mexico for Lucha Libre Elite as that character. Bert returned to AAA in 2018. He resumed using the Taurus gimmick on AAA shows but kept the Black Taurus, Taurus branding for his outside independent work. That outside work included his time at Impact Wrestling where Bert was billed as what, Steve? Black Taurus. Black Taurus. AAA appeared okay with that. AAA raised no objections of Burt using Black Taurus on indie shows or on merchandise. Burt, again, under Black Taurus, appeared in an ROH show and an ADW show. AAA was less okay with that. Lucha Block continues. TV is the key here. AAA is probably not this upset if Burt is working on televised indies, and there's no reason for Burt to invest in a new character without TV promotion to get it over. It may take a few days for you to read the same information behind a paywall, but this means Burt's got an AEW slash ROH deal. So I like that. I like that for, for the purposes of this story, Lucha blog refers to basically impact as an untelevised indie. (laughs) I get his point though. I love Lucha blog. I do too. I I do too. So, you know, we Penta's, has something similar where in yeah. AAA he's Pentagon Jr. Yeah, right. But yeah. outside of AAA, he can't use that name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this seems to be going a step further. Yeah. Where, and I don't know how wholesale of a change Bert Black Taurus is going to have to make mm-hmm. to not, uh, 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 you know, get the, the ire of AAA and potentially lawyers coming after him for violating their IP or what they think is their IP. Um, but it, his, yes, Steve. 
Does the name have to be in, do they say it in Espanol or Inglés? Because Blanco Toro could be a good fit within Ingobernable with, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Negro Toro would be a good fit with Blanco Toro, Rouge already in AAA. So I'm sorry, already in AEW in, in Gobernables. Yeah. Uh so like, but then I don't know in AAA, commentary probably doesn't refer to him as Black Taurus. They probably refer to him as either Taurus Negro or Well in AAA A, he's he's Oh, just, it's just Taurus. It's just Taurus, yeah. Is is like can it, if he used Toro instead of Taurus? I don't know. How close can it be? Yeah, I don't know. You know, in 10 years, uh, Batman is going to be in the public domain as a Superman. I know. But only the original iterations. Like, have you ever seen the original Superman chest logo? Yeah, it's way different. It's 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 just like a triangle with like a really shitty S drawn in it. it is. Like a it child is. did it. Yeah. 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 I'm going to make that comic, by the way. You should. This is going to be naked Superman. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. It's um, just, he's going to have, it's just pantsless. He's gonna have everything up here and everything. He's just there's no pants. Hog. That's a terrible. Got to figure out how big it is though. Um, big decision to make. You know, it'd be a bummer. Years. Getting back to the 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 Black Toru situation here. Let's yeah. Bring it back to this, Steve. It would be a <laughs> bummer if he would have to alter his presentation too much because as it exists now, it's absolutely incredible. Okay. So and he's a phenomenal wrestler. He's no, awesome. he is a phenomenal wrestler. Isn't his gimmick now a bit on the limiting side? I, mean, I feel like this is an opportunity. I don't know, that man. Dude, that giant mask of his. Minotaur seems like you can go places. If you're, if you're a Minotaur, come on. Like in reality, yeah, but yeah. especially if you're a pantsless one. But in the world of AEW, I don't know. And on top of that, I've seen this dude's social media. And granted, he doesn't show his full face, but there's yeah. been like. Yeah, 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 like his like just his eyes are covered, and you can see he's got a great jawline. Yeah, you can tell this dude is he's he's guapo, which I think means handsome. He's a good looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe you know, maybe you you know, I mean, dude, imagine if Roosh had that giant thing on his head. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to a degree, you know. But I don't know if I'd see it as like, oh, this guy he's going to be world champion because he can't. No, I get no, that. He, the I get crowd, that. there's a separation. There. But at this point in in his career, Black Taurus's career, like he's so identified with that gimmick that if he came to AEW without it, like there's nothing for for people who know his work to necessarily latch on to immediately. If I'm AEW, I bring him in and say, "What do you want to do?" Because we're not going to do that. You know, like you, you're right. Like if he can't use it, he can't use it. Like I'm assuming AEW. I don't know, but is is your assumption that AEW is is looking to get Black Taurus there or the guy? Because like he's a good wrestler and and they know they can work with him. He's a big dude, which they need. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what the I mean, first idea and of foremost is. is is to get the performer. Mm-hmm. Because performer is what really sells the packaging. You know? Yeah. He's right. a phenomenal yeah. wrestler. He he carries himself like a star. And yeah, his mask is amazing. And who's not to say that you can't make changes to the mass to avoid any legal legal entanglements with AAA 
which who knows what AEW's relationship is with AAA these days. Yeah, I um, know. Yeah, and, I think and, I know what you do. Keep with the spirit of the character. This is what you do. This is simple. Do a vignette at the very beginning yeah. before he even comes oh, in. With the thing and takes it off. and Takes off the mask and says, "My name now my name is, you know, Billy Bob Joe. Okay. And uh, I'm here to stay. Don't you know? Yeah. And then he comes in I'm and here he's to, fucking to, badass. To wrestle in AEW in a major way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. What do you say? Um, yeah, man. He takes all the you know what he should you know what he should do? Hmm. Some really badass. Get whoever does crazy Steve's face paint. Oh yeah, his face paint's good. Or uh, uh what's his name? A res. Mm-hmm. My God, that yeah. dude's got next level face paint. But That's crazy good. Steve's presentation's awesome. Yeah. Uh yeah, just do that. Some face paint. Face paint's really underrated. It's awesome. It's yeah, I really think so. cool. You get you can get pretty creative with the with the face paint. Yeah, absolutely. Like crazy Steve's uh, face so paint's yeah. great. That's what you do. I did because I kind of feel like the mask is, you know, it's you're relegated to the TNT title. Man. No, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Imagine it because if he's like, you know, a like just a godly looking face, you know, that'd be great. It's like, oh my god, this guy, immediate world champion because he's like, you know, a GQ cover model guy. Plus, amazing. I'm make sure I got. Yeah. Did I get my Spanish right here? Guapo, uh, handsome things. Yeah, they're handsome, handsome. Handsome. handsome, you want some bad chocolate? Oh you want some goodness. bathtub chocolate? Before you you <laughs> indulge in your in your chocolate, there you want to answer a handful of questions. Hey, you know what? Where did these questions come from, Larson? I'll answer that question for you. Uh, they came from the Friendo Club setup because part of the Friendo Club setup is you get access to question threads. You can ask us questions all day long. I posted a question thread for this news brief, and then I posted a question thread for FriendoCast, our bonus episode, which, by the way, also comes with the Friendo Club setup. Mm-hmm. And while you're asking us questions, you might as well participate in our Big Blue Predictions Challenges. Yes, that right. you get that as well with the Friendo Club setup. How do you get the Friendo Club setup? I'll answer that question as well. You click join on YouTube, dummy, or you go to patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. $5 there or $5 at the YouTube. Bang! You got yourself the Friendo Club set up. Any other questions, Larson? I mean, we have more questions. Are you going to answer all the questions? The only question I want to answer is you got some you got some chocolates and bathtub well, ask chocolate. Yourself, ask yourself that question, Steve. What's the answer? I got lots of bathtub chocolate here, kid. <laughs> By your bed, really? <laughs> <laughs> not not anymore, though. Not anymore. That was by my desk. Have you ever gonna... made some coffee and, and dropped a piece of chocolate in there? That might be good. No, but that sounds good. That might be good. You should try that. Not, I've never Dang. done it. I'm just thinking. That might be something. That might be up your alley. I'm not a huge chocolate guy. You so. don't make it even better as if it was bad tub chocolate. Well, that's what you have there. I know. I got some bad so tub have chocolate. So have All right. Maybe. We'll see. Enough of your chocolate. Time more here asks, with TNA bringing back the theme from the old days, what other things could TNA bring back? Fly on the wall backstage segments. And you 100 know, Jeff Jarrett's. We sound like a broken freaking record, man, but that's absolutely right. The fly on the wall segments are the best. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great way to advance storylines and yes. story beats. Yes. Doesn't feel forced. Oh, bring that back. Absolutely. Bring it back. Mm hmm. Uh, this is interesting. Brandon Monroe here says, I know the best idea for Roman after losing is he goes away for a bit, but what if he came back as chill Roman a la Balloon Okada? Oh, what, yeah, would you yeah. be into that? 
And what would chill Roman do? I don't think it'd be chill Roman. It'd be like despondent Roman because that was Balloon Okada. He wasn't coming back because he was really happy-go-lucky. He was trying to fill a void that after he lost his title. Mm-hmm, with balloons, yeah. With balloons and trying to appear outwardly happy. But he was miserable. I don't want to see Roman Reigns despondent. I don't want to see that. Um, I feel like it needs to be... Yes, miserable, but overly aggressive. Like he comes back and he is miserable, but he's just a violent. So he's taking it out on everybody. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. How about this? He's miserable, and uh, uh, he he's fine that no one really speaks speaks to his angst mm-hmm. until he starts listening to grunge music. Oh, wow. Okay. And he gets good, really yeah. into grunge. He wears like the flannel shirts, the Doc Martens, mm-hmm. all That'd that. Be sick. He's basically, yes. He basically dresses like Raven. Sandman shirts. Yeah. So he starts yeah. dressing like Raven in, in, in WCW. Yeah. He's like reading. He's like backstage. You know, Seth comes up to him. He's like, hey, Roman. And Roman's like, I'm sitting here reading a comic book. I'm reading. And he's like, what is the comic book? And he's like, make it Superman. <laughs> Gosh. It's by an up and cutting up and coming artist. Yeah, and Seth is yeah, it's like a young young new superstar artist named Steve. And Seth's like, Naked Superman, how big is his hog? And he's like, he shows him and Seth's like And it's like it's like the the, the yeah, it's like a two page spread. It has huh? to be a double page spread. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Alex Foster here says, Since the young bucks did Sting a favor, what favor would Sting ask of going in raw? Oh, because Sting wanted to wrestle the Young Bucks in his final match. They came back from their break early. Gotcha. Uh, uh, count out a top 10 neat things that Sting did. Yes. Yeah, he saw the one we did on Edge. Yeah. And uh, he was like, you know, guys, I've done a lot of neat things in my career. Can you do Can you do one of those on me? And, we, and we'd, be, we'd be like, yeah, number yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, you brought RoboCop to wrestling. Hell yeah. That's number one. Teams Absolutely. up with RoboCop. Yeah. Although, I don't know, number one might be when he had the Sting mask and revealed himself to be Sting. That was pretty awesome. Fuck, that's a good one, too. Yeah. That's pretty great. I mean, when he said 100 Jeff Jarrett's. <laughs> 100 damn. Jeff Jarrett's. 100 Jeff Jarrett's. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, those are all really good. Yeah, those are great. That great telephone picture. Fantastic. That's I mean that's like four or five right there. When when know? he when he was in WB and they were gonna unveil the Seth Rollins statue, but it was him <laughs> instead. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Uh, hey, I'll be honest, man. I like that thirty-one match. I like that that WrestleMania thirty. He should have won, but he I like won. that I'm, match. I'm happy you're coming around to the, the, the Sting should have won that match. Well, it's Sting Appreciation Month, so yeah. Now I'll be there once he's retired. Once he's gone, back to being a Triple H. Let me ask him. Is it is there like a major copyright issue or trademark issue if we just put up you know those I'm a Paul Heyman guy shirts? Yeah. I'm a Triple H guy. No, I wouldn't think so. Right? No. There's no tra- there's no I trademark so. issue with no. that. No, I wouldn't think so. I want to make that shirt. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Uh, uh I'm a, a naked Superman guy, but I can't do that for another 10 years. Yeah, you got to wait on that one. Got to wait till it's in the public domain. Uh, Justin Sider here says, who is the worst-case scenario opponent for Roman at WrestleMania? Worst-case scenario? Worst-case. Uh, 
One that I wouldn't find terribly interesting would be Randy. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't find that terribly interesting. I mean, there's a lot of like undercard. Like Chad Gable. Yeah, it wouldn't make much sense. No. Yeah. That's not something. That's not a WrestleMania main event. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much anybody. Like, look, there's like. There's like five people maybe that I'd be cool with. Like I'd be cool with the Rock. It's fine. It's Mania. Rock, you know, Phil, Cody, Cody, Seth. Phil, Gunther, Gunther. Yeah, Those that's five. kind of it. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right, sell the question on the Patreon. Okada. 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 That'd be great. Yeah. I guess worst uh, case look, scenario would be a uh, 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 House of Tortures Evil. That'd be yeah, that'd be awful. That'd be awful. <laughs> Just think yeah, of the overbooking of that match. All the House of Tortures antics plus the bloodline. Like Parker Boudreaux. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That'd be pretty bad. Um, let's see here. Uh, I am the Rocky Feller says, would the Royal Rumble number roller. Oh, the. Um, it says, would the Royal Rumble number roller. What are those things called? Oh, those yeah. Big... No, the, the Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. The Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah. Would that work with today's production? Yeah, I would love that. Absolutely. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, Equally Terrible says, out of Ronda Rousey, Bad Bunny, and Logan Paul, who do you feel would have had the best wrestling career if they did it full time? Logan. Yeah, Logan. I mean, Ronda did for about a year do it full time. Yeah, Logan has the mic skills and the athleticism and the psychology at this point, which is bizarre. He's had like three matches. It's pretty impressive. He's had, what, six matches and is as good as what he is. Yeah. Um, Joe, the meme make, make, maker says, uh, could AEW benefit from an annual new match type? Blood and guts is just war games. WWE has the rumble, money in the bank, and chamber, plus tournaments are overdone. Do you think AEW needs sort of like a rumble-esque annual thing? You know, they got like the tournament, the, the Continental Classic. Yeah. They got blood and guts every year now. Yeah. Yeah, it would be kind of cool if something sort of led to a title match somewhere. You know, one of the more interesting things that Lucha Underground did was the the Gift of the Gods title, which is his own yeah, championship. Right. You know, so cash it in. But the match they had to determine uh, the new champion or defend it was like an amalgam Royal Rumble mm, slash gauntlet mm-hmm. match type deal. Yeah. Where you could win or eliminate people not by just throwing them over the top rope, but pinning them or submitting them in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could be yeah. fun. It'd be like I know, uh, I know it's Lucha Underground that's taken from them, but it's a good idea, and they're not around anymore. So, do like what is it? Which one is it that a uh, freaking Triple A to Reyes? Yeah, where we used to think it was elimination, but then it wasn't. It was at one point. I swear it was at one point. <laughs> wasn't it? I think it was at one point. But that's kind of the same thing. I think you could eliminate people by throwing them over the top rope, but then also, yeah, um, pinning them. Uh, Dave Matuchek, if you were to identify this is the last one we got, if you were to identify each company's top champion as fast food. What would you list them as? What's Roman Reigns' fast food? I mean, he's got to be the Big Mac, right? It's the Big Mac. Yeah. Seth Rollins. He's the Whopper. It's the Whopper. I was about to say the Whopper, yeah. The Whopper. Um, Top champion. What's Rhea Ripley? She's the Arby Melt because she just melts my heart every time I see her. Okay, that's good. I turn into naked Superman. You want some chocolate? Um, what about a uh, Naito? Doesn't um, give a shit. 
uh, uh, Jumbo Jack. <laughs> whenever I feel, whenever I eat a Jack in a Box, I feel like Jack in a Box they doesn't give try. a shit. So I didn't try. No effort was made into this creation. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, who is it? Oh, Samoa Joe, who evidently is like a fucking ratings raw. Did you see the rating? Yeah, he got? No, huge number for That's Joe. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, I agree yeah. with the, what you put on Twitter. Two hours, Joe on Dynamite oh every my week. God, who would say must no watch to television? That? Dude, it is. Who would say no to that? Yeah, what is Joe, though? Beefy? For the intelligent person. Complex. The Baconator. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's he's the Baconator. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show today. Oh, man, who'd have thought this this afternoon news brief was going to give us bathtub chocolate and naked Superman? I know, and uh, yeah, who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> How's it going to do it for the show today, everybody? Till next time, we'll see you around. Goodbye.